Sure. This is the I'm So Sure podcast, and I'm Scott. I'm Kevin, and this week we're going to be discussing Debbie Gibson versus Tiffany. Here's a hint. Tiffany does not win. <laughs> no. Um, I, I to, to be fair, I didn't care for Tiffany that much at the time. And still don't. I only like one song by her, so we're only going to play one song by her on this podcast. And also, truth be told, it's the only song by her that I have in my 125,000-plus iTunes collection. Is it that could have been so stupid song? I don't have that. Oh. When I was doing research, I was surprised. Tiffany did have, like, a couple of more hits than I, I had. I mean, I knew about them at the time, but I'd kind of forgotten about them over time. Right. Debbie Gibson was the superior talent, or is the superior talent. Well, and it's, you know, you it's not fair to compare two different artists, and one is like a singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist. And, and producer. And producer, and then the other one is a, just a singer-songwriter, or in many cases just a singer. So, because they just are involved in different ways in their careers and in their music. Oh, right. They were compared and kind of pitted against each other just because they were similarly uh same age age and both in the same pop demographics and right but like it was their audiences though that were like there was like the debbie gibson people and there were the tiffany people and it was like you couldn't be fans of both you had to choose one or the other well i'm sure there were kids that liked both of them but but it's kind of a case uh, it's really like a, a class system honestly when you want to get honest about it because debbie gibson was like you like the, the the clean cut um popular kids and then like the the tiffany aesthetic was like kind of a little bit more on the edge and a little bit you know trashy and yeah. you know not but the same thing her. happened with like britney spears and christina absolutely Aguilera. yeah played out the same many many years later although yeah. i think that both britney and christina both had a much longer career trajectory of being you know popular for a more extended period of time than than debbie gibson and especially tiffany did yeah. during their initial well, their careers debbie gibson had the talent to be able to go do other things. Right. Because she's, she did like Broadway. And she did and, Les Mis. Yeah. And I mean, I think she's been in several shows actually. She's been in Greece. She was Sandy. And let's not forget about her Hallmark uh, channel movie. Oh, I did, I, she seems like she could have had multiple made for Hallmark or Lifetime movies. I watched it. I think it was on last summer. It's either like one or two summers ago. She played a faded pop star. Oh. So it was a real career stretch, acting stretch. Yeah. So. Wasn't she on Dancing with the Stars, too? Yeah, she was on Dancing with the Stars, and I think before that she was on The Apprentice. What do you mean you think? You just read it on the screen. No, no, I'm going strictly by my extensive memory. No, no. You're, you're making people think that, but you're not. I have quite an extensive memory, although it's mostly useless information and not things that really matter. Like what we're talking about. But Tiffany never, like... I wonder if she just didn't want to do reality TV or if there was just no interest. Oh, like she wasn't invited to participate? Yeah. 
Well, according to some research and my deep knowledge on the subject, yeah. um, Tiffany was on a biography channel TV series called Celebrity Coast Calls, and she was also on the reality TV series Celebrity Wife Swap. Um, oh, which, I actually yeah, saw that. It was with Nia Peoples. Yeah. Your favorite trouble. I love Nia Peoples. We just even talked about uh, Nia Peoples at dinner last night, I think. Yeah. I don't think that Nia Peoples is ever far from our conversations. Do you remember Lewis's Nia Peoples story? No. So, <clears throat> Lewis, if you are new to the podcast, Lewis um, was my partner and he... Uh, passed away four years ago but um and i'm not trying to bum anyone out by saying that i just i have to assume that people aren't there are some people out there that don't listen to every episode and they don't know every facet of our lives and remember every little detail so anyway um uh lewis uh always went to bed really late and he so he could have a second dinner yeah and um I, I should back up and say, uh, tell everyone that Lewis was part Chinese. His mother's Chinese, but his um, father was Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so Lewis had a, a unique um, look, let's yeah. just say. No, I mean, he didn't look like a freak or anything like that but he had a very distinctive style yeah i mean i could tell he was asian but there were a lot of people that thought he was um filipino or or, hawaiian or or or, jap are you japanese or yeah latino or just he got a whole lot of stuff so anyway nia peoples i believe she's hawaiian Maybe. Possibly. Well, I'm not going to stop. I mean, it's, it it's Asian. It's, you know, Filipino. It's... Yeah, she's got a Polynesian mix going on. So anyway, um, he, had got, he would sleep a little bit later than, than I, I did. And I was leaving to, to go to work. And it was still kind of dark. And I would always, um, after I got ready, I would go kiss him mm-hmm. and wake him up and say, I'm leaving. And so I, I went into the bedroom, and he um, he had the covers like pulled up over his face, and um, so I, I reached down to, or I bent down to to kiss him, and he pulled the covers down, and he didn't have any facial hair, and I I was just like, oh my god, and he's like, oh. I was trimming my beard last night after you went to bed and I screwed it up. So I just had to shave it all off. And I said, you look like Nia Peebles. I'm sure he loved that. Oh yeah. We were like, we laughed about that forever. But that's happened to me where I've intended to just do a little trim, like on the side of my goatee where it connects down, like from the mustache. And if it, if I hack into it too much, I just have to like start from scratch and shave it all down. Trouble. This is not a Nia Peoples podcast. It's next week. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. And never say next week because as our listeners probably noticed, we're not on a weekly schedule. Because of you. Because life gets in the way. Well, we've been a little busy. Yeah. And there's also, you know, fatigue. And we don't want you to get tired of us. We're just tired in general. Well, I think it is happening. I think it is happening. So back to Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Um, I saw... Tiffany in concert. 
You did? She opened up for New Kids on the Block when I saw them at the Indiana State Fair in the summer of 1989. But didn't they open up for her? Didn't she discover them? I cannot remember. I think... If memory uh, we just, serves, we just no. read that. Yeah, no, no, no. But I think that what happened was they started out opening for her, and then Hangin' Tough, their 1989 album, oh. blew up. And I think they kind of switched. It. I think they did switch it though to like a co-headlining thing. Oh, okay. Um, but I remember going with my cousin Brandy, and we went to the. So that was my excuse for you know being 21 years old, going to a New Kids on the Block and Tiffany concert because I was taking my you know, 14-year-old cousin to go see it. It was a good show. It was a real good show. But Tiffany, I remember going to get food and kind of hanging out around outside of the actual theater area because I just didn't care so much to see her. I did see her, but um, I was more there to see the NKOTB. Danny, Donnie, Joe, John, Jordan. Well, then I saw them at Market Square Arena. Yeah. Or no, no, no. I saw them on the step-by-step yeah, it was Margaret Square Arena. I saw them on the st- step-by-step tour because I that's when I got to meet them, mm. three of them. I was sick, so I could not attend. But I've seen them one or two other times um, beyond when I saw them at the State Fair. I think I saw them, maybe I just saw them twice. Oh. I don't know. This Why aren't we doing an episode on New Kids on the Block? Because we're doing one on Debbie Gibson and Tiffany. Well, we should just expand it to all 80s teen sensations. So we've barely talked about Debbie Gibson, and she's the one that we actually like. Yeah, she is our fave. We've seen her twice in concert. We saw the Out of the Blue tour and the Electric Youth tour. And we did not buy any Electric Youth perfume to spray on ourselves to go to the concert. Um, I have some. But you didn't wear it to the show. No. Matt, it's the little Love's Baby Soft. Matt got it for me. Our, our friend Matt got it for me. For I hope he got day. it on clearance at Walgreens. I think he got it on online somewhere. It smells real good. It just smells like flower blossoms. And it has like a little squiggly little wire inside the bottle. So it looks real kicky and youthful and fresh. Very high high concept. Yes. Well, why don't we start out with a Deborah Gibson song? Well, no, she's just Debbie. She went back to Debbie. That Deborah thing was ill-conceived and short-lived. Well, it wasn't as ill-conceived as the artist formerly known as Prince. So what would be your favorite song from Out of the Blue? I know what mine is. Probably Shake Your Love. Shake Your Love.
that makes me want to go back in time to the mall and go to Chess King and to the Gap in the 80s. And, and the county seat. And go to the county seat and then go to Lazarus and pick out a new swatch. Oh, and they were only $30. Well, that's all that I should ever want to pay for a swatch watch. I will not pay 90 or 100 or $115. You will if you want to buy a new watch. Well, I'd rather pay more and have it be digital and be high-tech booboo. I don't wear watches. Well, I only wear an Apple watch. I occasionally will wear an old swatch, but only if the outfit calls for it, which mm. it usually does not. Do you still point. have working batteries in your swatches? I most certainly do. I took a swatch to yeah get a battery put in a couple years ago. I remember uh, my friend Brittany, who is my partner in culinary school and so this was like 10 or 11 years ago i had a swatch on at school and i remember she got real excited because i was so much older than everybody else yeah like twice their age practically i was just like in my late 30s at the time but can you believe that like how much older like how much time has gone it seems like i was just in culinary school it seemed like, like you were there like ask. maybe about like 10 a, years ago or eight years ago but it was like 15 years ago. No, it was like 11 years ago. Oh. No, to me, it seems like I was just there maybe like a, one year ago. I can't believe how well, quickly time... You need to check your calendar a little bit more closely. What do you mean? Just to keep pay attention to dates and the passage of time. I, d I know what day it is. I'm probably more aware of the day than you. What day is it? It's Sunday. What year is it? It's 2018. Who's the president? We don't talk about that. Okay. Well, then you're fine. Do you remember Mr. Scary? Was he a customer at the record store you worked at for many years? At video. Oh, video, video store. store. Yeah. So there was this guy. He was probably like around our age, but he looked like this total like heavy metal head. He looked like Mick Mars' son. Mick uh, for Mars, those of you who are not yeah, aware, Mick Mars is... In... The guitarist for Motley Crue, the right. one that's kind of frightening looking. So this guy, he had real long black hair. I mean, you could just tell he was like a guitarist. Mm -hmm. and, and he really was a guitarist. And he was totally into heavy metal. But then he had this like dirty little secret. And he was completely like obsessed with Debbie Gibson and it was like, what? And he was always talking about Debbie Gibson. And, I mean, he would, like, go from talking about, like, you know, Molly Crew and Winger. Ugh. And that kind of, you know, hair metal mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And then Debbie Gibson. And it was like his dream was to be Debbie Gibson's guitar guitarist. Which I don't think ever... I'm pretty sure it never happened. But anyway... Um, he wanted everyone to call him Mr. Scary because he was like kind of What's scary. in the name? Everything. But like I knew what his real name was because he rented movies from our store. Mm -hmm. So, and I remember what his name, his name was, well, I'm not going to say. No, it's not him. That's the guy. Okay. Mr. Scary's real name was Jeff. Okay. And I remembered his last name too and i looked him up on facebook and he's not there and we had a brief edit for our listeners there while we were talking about this off mic okay so the person that scott thought 
he was. Haven't we discussed him before on the podcast? Um, something about like I need to return this CD. There's too There's much too music, much on, music this. on this CD. There's hidden bonus tracks, and I didn't pay enough for this. Yeah, it was it was a Front Two Four Two CD, which was one of the very first CDs that had like secret tracks. Sometimes, like a CD, you would play it, and then when it would get to the end, your CD. Like the counter, the timer on the CD player would start counting down. It would, yeah, it was negative, yeah. And then there would be like a secret track hidden in there. And he kept returning this front 242 CD um, because he said it was defective. But anyway, and then we like later found out from a girl that worked at the record store very briefly, she used to date this guy. Oh. He was quite a bit older than we were, like 20 years older. And um, he looked like Iggy Pop with an asymmetrical haircut. And he had a skull and crossbones on his checks. But um, we, found, we found out that he used to like to order underwear from the Spiegel catalog and he would wear it and then he would send it back. Ew. Well, there's one online um, underwear company, Mac Weldon, that I hear ads for on other podcasts. And when you try it and you buy your first pair, if you don't like it, they'll give you your money back. But they don't want you to return your underwear that you've worn. <laughs> and with good reason. Well, no. No. Like, I always thought it was funny, like, when um, you would go in a store to try on a swimming suit. And it said you had to leave your underwear on... When you left, there'd be like a sign. And it was like, well, yeah, that's kind of a given. But yeah. I guess people need to be told. But I mean, I you would not be wearing like boxer shorts or flannel briefs or flannel underwear to try on. Obviously, you have to dress accordingly. Wear, wear the right kind of underwear to go underneath the bathing suit. I would just do a blind buy. Yeah, I don't you think know. I've ever tried on a swimming suit. Yeah, I just buy it and hope for the best. Yeah. And prepare for the worst. The very worst. Not me. Maybe you. Well, why don't we pick a selection from Debbie Gibson's second album, Electric Dreams? It's actually called Electric Youth. Oops. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. I, you know what? That movie, Electric Dreams, starring Lenny Von Dolan, who was in Twin Peaks, and Virginia Madsen, and Maxwell Caulfield, it's available on a Blu-ray, but it's an import and it's in a different region mm-hmm. and I would kill murder one to have. Oh, that. it's an awful movie. Oh, I, I'm sure it is, but I want it. I mean, I haven't seen it since it's awful. 30. It was awful ago. then though. Oh, the only thing that's good about it is the soundtrack. Well, that's just Giorgio Moroder with Philip Oakey. That's reason like, enough to have the movie. I have the CD, but it's reason enough to have the movie too. No, it's not for me. It is. Well, it you is. You don't need it. You don't need it. No. So what album... What oh, song are we, we recording? Getting? I thought we were paused. <laughs> no, we're recording. Uh, okay. So everyone heard me refer to Debbie's Electric Youth as Electric Dreams. So you can see what a diehard Debbie Gibson fan I am. Well, you went to two of her concerts. Yes, but I haven't thought about her in a long, long time. I hate you. Tell you, so you, you know what I have thought podcast. about? Let's talk about this real quick. Okay, so there's like five things that you talk about. There's five things in your life that I have to hear about every single day. And shall I go through them? Why not? So I have to hear about you recycling and how you're always taking the recyclables somewhere. I've got to do that today after you leave. And we already went through this 
earlier today that the gas that you are using to take your recyclables completely like negates negates the whole recycling thing. So like I don't know why why can't you take them and drop take the recyclables when you are going somewhere else? Well, I often do that, like when I'm going to go I to the often market. Often do it when you go to your market or go to the liquor store. Yeah, right. Okay, so I have to hear about that. Your recycling. Mm-hmm. Then I have to hear about you washing your bed clothes. Yeah, that's what he calls them. His, the sheets on his bed. Well, their bed, bed clothes. clothes is all encompassing. That's sheets, pillowcases, blanket, uh, comforter. So it's, it's called linen. Linen. Well, that's my bed clothes. No, your bed clothes are something that you would wear to bed. Oh, I don't wear. I just wear underwear. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Gross. Unless it's really cold, then I have some nice pajamas from the Old Navy that I got. Oh, you mean those pajama pants that are 25 years old? I have those, too. But no, then I have that matching. Oh, actually, I got it at Target. It's like a matching, kind of a classic dark blue um, pajama I top don't and pants. Hair. I look pretty sharp in it, actually. No, no. It's kind of a nice retro look. No. Okay. Okay. So there's, we've got recyclables, bed clothes. We've got bed clothes. I have to hear about chicken marinating in a Ziploc bag. I usually have that like once or twice a week, or five times a week. No. And on the n- nights that you're not having chicken that was marinated in some bag, you eat a pizza or Chinese food. Yes, one night this past week I had Chinese food, then the next night I had pizza. Yeah, okay, so... Pizza? And then recently I've had to hear, every day I have to hear about the painter. There was like a painter coming to to your condo to paint the ceiling. Well, because there was some water damage and... It doesn't look any different. Well, I could paint some of the new paint color in your eyes and see if you notice the difference. It's just, it's like a light gray instead of a white. So, but it was a long process. That I had to hear about every single day. Okay, and then the other thing is how, how I have to hear about how he has to get the mail. Why, I don't understand why you have to talk about that. That's just something you do. Yet you talk about it. Usually, okay. I have to defense. walk to the end of the driveway. I have to get the mail. And then I have to walk back in. It's because you call me of an afternoon when I'm getting home from work. And that's our daily conversation on the telephone during the week. And I'm you invariably to, will call to me get it over with. while I'm on my way to go get said mail. Well, why don't you get it at another time? Get it before I call. Because if you haven't noticed by now, I enjoy a routine and sticking with it. Oh, so when you get home... You eat a pretzel. Or a chip. A dry chip of some sort. <laughs> could be a Pringle. Could be a Grippo. Could be a Lay's, Wavy Lay's. Or it could be a great value Walmart branded nacho cheese Dorito knockoff. That just looks gross. I need a name brand. Well, and you also don't care for Doritos. No, no. They're gross. They're, they're disgusting. Well, occasionally I get a hankering for them. Like, what they do to the inside of your mouth is just revolting. Like, you can taste it for hours. You should see what they do to the inside of your colon. I'm sure that's not pretty. Well, then, like, if you if you go to your bathroom, like, eat, eat one Dorito, and then after you swallow it, 
go to the bathroom and swish some water around in your mouth and spit it out and look at all the shit that comes out. Oh, it's like nuclear orange chemicals. But it's like all this like grit. Other grit. Yeah, it looks looks like the bottom of like an aquarium. Like some dried sand and some pieces of rock. It's that disgusting, have and, off. and that's what's in your mouth. Delicious. And I'm sure this great value situation that you keep talking about is hardly a value. It is. It's um, about a dollar and fifteen cents for one bag of it, as opposed to three ninety nine for the national brand. <laughs> but doesn't the national brand taste better? Oh yeah. So buy the brand. Are you that hard up, Scott? Where you would rather spend... Sometimes you can cut corners on things that don't matter. Cut corners! That's the name of my next solo album, Cutting Corners. The corners have been cut. Hard. God. They've been cut to the quick. Just, why not just not eat it at all? Well, there's that too. Why not eat some grapes or something? Are those too expensive? Well, sometimes. Or eat some celery or carrots. I or... do eat celery and carrot sticks at work every single day, every week. So I enjoy my little bit of a chip. I don't set... I never take a bag of chips and sit down to watch TV and just keep eating out of it. But I am, tend to grab a few chips when I get home, eat them out of the bag while I'm in the kitchen. Before I get the mail, when I'm talking to you on the telephone, then I put the chip clip on those chips, put it back in the pantry, and I don't have any more. So. Then while you're eating these chips, are you thinking about like your navigation for recycling? I fig- I'm thinking about and if I, it's going to be the calendar out to mark down what day you're going to do your bed clothes. <laughs> well, the bed clothes are clothes. almost always on a Saturday. And if something throws me off, it's a real, real problem. And then there's the chicken to consider. I've got some frozen chicken breasts in the fridge or in the freezer now, but at this late hour, there's no way I could thaw them out in time oh, to marinate them for dinner. What are you going to do for dinner tonight? I'll probably have to get pizza. No, I'm not getting pizza again. I just had it. Then I'm... you'll get Chinese. No, I don't want Chinese. Because apparently there's only pizza in Chinese restaurants. There's nothing else. Maybe I'll have some Popeye's fried chicken. You'd have to travel to like a bad neighborhood for that. That's true. I don't want to go there. Maybe I'll just have some hot dogs. <laughs> oh my god. What? I don't see the problem. Oh. I'm just I'm interested in some new topics of conversation from you. So why don't you, maybe that could be the goal for this week for you. Come up with some new topics. And I don't want to hear about anything having to do with your cheapness. So nothing that's about money. I don't want to hear about Blu-ray, 401 Blu-ray, Ks that I don't even... I've never heard of them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't want to hear about that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe I could get you to like, you know, read a book or something and we could discuss that. I'm not starting a fucking book club with you. <laughs> oh... I'm just trying to improve things, make our lives better. Mm-hmm. I saw Paula Poundstone this week, live in concert. Did it get in the way of you doing your recycling? I don't recycle. Oh, so that's the big topic right now. There's the big reveal for mm-hmm. this week. Well, my neighborhood does not offer it. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't have the time to go take it somewhere because they don't even. There used to be uh, like a thing where you could put your recyclables in near my house. Right. They took it away because it turned out that was a big scam. Recycling is a scam. Is global warming um, not real either? Global warming is real. Did the moon landing really happen? The moon landing actually happened. But you need to do your research. I've done mine. Was Twin Peaks, the pilot in 1990, the highest rated TV movie of that season? No. Yes, it was. No, it was not. Get the facts straight. It was. I'll use my search engine. You use yours. My search engine is based in reality. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Shh. How many viewers did the pilot episode of Twin Peaks have in 1990? I don't really know. <laughs> well, well, so there you go. There you have it. Just don't talk about things you don't know about. I know about everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. Are we going to get back to Debbie Gibson? Everything that's worthwhile. Haven't I, I been through the ringer enough? Do you really need to talk about what you perceive as my shortcomings when in fact there's nothing wrong with me? You keep telling yourself that, Christy. Mm-hmm. So, what should be the next Debbie Gibson song? Why don't we play a song from Electric Youth that was featured in the classic movie Welcome to the Dollhouse? I'd rather hear something fun in that beat. Well. And I'd actually like to hear something from her fourth album. Not, We'll skip right over her third. Well, this is not a comprehensive anything, discography discussion. Any, Anything is possible. That would be her third album. But my favorite Debbie Gibson song comes from her fourth album. And what track do you want to hear? Shock Your Mama. Oh, you mean the one where Debbie goes all New Jack Swing? No, it's the one that's produced by the Rhythm Syndicate that had that hit. P-A-S-S-I-O-N. Remember that song? No. P-A-S-S-I-O-N got me in a jam again. Oh, yeah. And they produced um, songs for Donny Osmond. Oh, like Soldier of Love? They did, yes. Well, why is my Alexa chiming in? You woke her up. Well, let's get back to... Shock. Your mama.
love a nod to Prince and Janet Jackson with that song. Did not perform well here. I just, I don't think at that point, I don't... People weren't ready. I don't think the record company knew what to do with her. No, and, because and, she wanted to expand and do different things. But clearly it was it's hard sad to because it's a good song. It is. Like if you were to make a compilation of music from that era and put that in there, it wouldn't stand out as, oh, that's weird or that's not good. That, that was really good. Representative of the times. Poor Tiffany. We've just skimmed right over her career. Well, let's play the best song by Tiffany. And it's a cover of an old, like, 60s song. Well, didn't... I think her two biggest hits were covers. I think We're Alone Now and I Saw Him Standing There. I Saw Him Standing There. Huh. Well, I'm not a fan of I Saw Him Standing There. And, as I mentioned earlier, I don't even have that song in my library. So let's play... Do you play. have my version? Remember how good that was? I think if you were to hear it again, you would not use the word good. I would say exceptional. We could play your version of Electric Youth. I think we already played... No, we played Rock On before. Oh, that 
That's good. Yeah, I don't. That's think, really I good. I don't think it's that good. Uh, that I really outed myself with that one. Yeah, in more ways than one. In more ways than one. <laughs> so now you're making fun of yourself. Making fun of you. Making fun of okay, me. Okay, let's hear Tiffany. I think we'll we're throw her a bone.
you know, you would think almost 30 years later that I would have more fondness and nostalgia for that song, but... I don't. I really don't. I don't either. During my record store days, the only people that ever bought a Tiffany album... Bon Vetras. Oh, no. They were little girls under the age of, like, eight. Yeah. I just remember little girls coming in with their, you know, their parents. And, like, I want to buy Tiffany. But Debbie Gibson had a larger audience. Yeah, Mr. Scary. And Mr. Scary. Yeah, yeah. a much wider range. She threw out a wider net of appeal. Well, and I, like, I still hear Debbie Gibson's songs, like, you know, on 80 stations Mm -hmm. and... Or she pops up on the MTV classic video blocks and stuff. MTV never played Tiffany. Mm, I where would I have seen her videos at the time? I on remember Nick Rocks. They never played uh, Tiffany. Yeah, because her videos weren't very good. No, her videos seemed like you know, like she got her start doing the mall tours and stuff. It seemed like everything was of a caliber of capturing her performance of just some camcorder at a mall. Well, That's what it seemed like MCA, to, to me. MCA Records, which is the label Tiffany was signed to. They had crappy packaging, like inside their cassettes and CDs. They enjoyed blank in inner liner notes and stuff, like yeah. no pictures of any and kind. And it just, they didn't put any money into her videos. I mean, they probably made a ton of money off of her just because they didn't, weren't spending it on videos. Right. Well, and she, she was also, she had a weird management deal with that, that guy, his name was George Tobin. He basically made all all the money she made went to him. Oh, so, so it's like a Lou Pearlman and Maurice Starr situation, kind of, like sort that. of. It was very much like that, where Debbie Gibson did not have a a weird record deal. She was on Atlantic Records, which was a, it was a more distinguished reputable and you never heard about any like Svengali producer situations with Debbie Gibson the way you hear about lots of other teen stars yeah it was was a very different situation for her so so in just mentioning that it's kind of sad you know Tiffany probably had to work harder and had less rewards for her hard efforts because she is talented it's just oh yeah it's just she does have a good voice she does but it's like a lot of the material I just didn't connect with her stuff at all whereas Debbie Gibson was much more obviously very pop oriented but then she also expanded into some other you know funky and electric sounds you know like electric dreams or youth electric douche yeah, my favorite song by Debbie Gibson, which I won't make everyone sit and listen to it here. Uh, uh, no, it's not that. My favorite song by her is Foolish Beat. Well, you like anything foolish. That's like her, yeah. And Foolish Games by Jewel, I love that song too. Ugh. Um, but no, Foolish Beat is just like, that, that's You're her careless f- whisper kind of song. Foolish in general. Well, remember the the guy in the Foolish Beat video? I haven't seen it in such a long time. Oh. Well, that was her crush that she was all this sad about. Everyone, was everyone's all, crush. Everyone's crush. And he had like those... It was like a black and white video, but his eyes were blue. 
Oh, like the um, old Cherry 7-Up commercial with Matt LeBlanc where he it was all in black and white and he was offering a cherry Coke to this girl at the store and it was pink on the label but everything else was stylistic black and white. Yeah, it was exactly like that. Or the classic Elton John video for Sad Song Say So Much. Sad Song. Yeah, I was just thinking that how he had that tie-in deal with um, promoting Sassoon Jeans. Sasson say so much. Do you think Sana 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 No one knows what we're talking about. They do. I know one person that knows. Pharmacist Chris knows. If you ever watched um The Simple Life starring Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton. That was a thing. Then you know what Sana Sana is. You know whose album was really good? Paris Hilton's singing album. I was just thinking, you know what we should do? What? We should bring back The Simple Life starring us. Well, nobody wants to hear us complain about being fish out of water in some awkwardly contrived scripted situation. Oh, that was not scripted. Those girls couldn't follow a script. (laughs) I mean, Nicole Richie is a good actress now, but a good comedic actress. She's funny. I'll give her that. Yeah. No, I, I think there'd be an audience for that. Well, maybe there's a sponsor listening out there who wants to put up the money to have a project like that. We'd be happy to sign up and be in it as long as we got good residuals and a good upfront salary. Yeah, I would do that. So, But what we... if we had to go like to some place like Nebraska for five weeks? If they pay me, I'm there. I'll do it. But your cats might have a different opinion. Well... I'd have to hire a babysitter. Oh. Because I'd have to take Aaron with me. Well, I don't really look for that to happen. Well. But you're just throwing it out there. We're throwing it out there. We are available for a reality (laughs) TV show a la The Simple Life. I don't want to be seen in high definition, though. Oh, I do. Yeah. I've been going to the Y. And let's face it, we've got time to get it together. If someone wants to put this show together for us, we've got time between now and when the show would actually start. I could get a coat of like the weather beater paint to put on my face and clean up my complexion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tell your little story about someone being surprised about your age this week. Oh, I was going to see my mom and... Uh, there's a gate attendant, a gate attendant. And I've, I've become friendly with him and, um, his name is Sam and Aaron refers to him as my boyfriend, (laughs) which is funny. He's like, Oh, your boyfriend's here. (laughs) But anyway, um, he's just a a very nice younger fella. Mm. And if there's no cars behind me, when I drive in, we'll have a conversation and we were talking about video games and things and um he's saving up his money to buy like a is a play PlayStation 4 4 yeah which i guess they're really expensive and i said to him i go oh i still play my old atari 2600 and he said he goes well you've made references before about being older being older 
and he's like, but I don't think you are. And I'm like, well, how old do you think I am? And he said, oh, I don't know, late, like in your late 20s, early 30s. Huh. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to be 50 in July. And he was like, oh, my God, no way. 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 So way. Yeah. So that made me feel good. You're just staring at me. I have no response to that. I used to be the one to get people going, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you're that old, but... Believe it. Believe it now. Now no one... No, cares. I've... Ever since... I remember I shocked everyone going back to when I was in culinary school again. I was... I think I was like 38 or 39 then. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling people, you know, it's like, oh, I'm only a year away from being 40. And everybody was like, what? But Sam, the security fella, he's just like, well, you act, you don't act that old. You act much younger and you don't, you don't dress that old. That's, it's hard to dress the way that's appropriate for us. That doesn't look too old or too young. And if you want to look, that's nice. If you want to look decent and you don't want to look like you're getting ready to go play golf or something like that, you know, like everything just looks. I'm just. I just, I'm so. I wear the same clothes now that, I mean, maybe not quite as, I don't wear, remember I used to wear everything had a hood. Mm -hmm. I don't really do that anymore. Like I had lots of hoodie, like long sleeve hooded t-shirts and things. Right. I mean, I still have a couple, but it's not a major component of my wardrobe like it used to be. It's hard to find things that are feel age appropriate, but look stylish, but don't look like you're trying too hard. Oh, so my new thing apparently is when I can't sleep in the middle of the night, I get on my phone and I'll just like look at stuff on Amazon and I was looking at clothes the other night and I have to take I take half of a muscle relaxer when I go to bed at night Mm -hmm. so my mind is a little little fuzzy in the middle of the night so when I wake up in the morning like I have to make sure I didn't put anything like that you would actually buy something when you were a little out of it yeah so I have to make sure I didn't I don't put things in my cart in Amazon so I've had all these weird clothes, like three shirts that I liked in the middle of the night. But the next day, the next morning, when I was thinking Fully clearly, lucid. I was just like, oh, no, no, I will not be wearing this. I've done that before, like if I've been having too much to drink and then I'll get uh-huh. like, uh-huh. And I'll get on my phone and then I'll be like looking at Amazon or not Amazon. Well, sometimes Amazon, but it's mostly iTunes or like the video purchases and stuff. And I've like spend like $10 or $15 and something that I, I wanted, I genuinely wanted, but you normally when I'm, you know, very tight and frugal with spending the money and non-committal to spending the money at those stages, if I look at stuff, I'm just like, I want that. I'm just going to buy it. And I just buy it and give me that $15. You can't return it. I'll take that fifteen dollars back. Well, that's how ha- I'm saying it's happened in the past. Give me fifteen dollars. Ten and a five. Give me twenty dollars. I'll take it back. Give me fifty bucks. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that that's happened before, so I know what you mean about shopping 
when you're not fully in control of your decision making. Yeah, they should have a little button or something you can put on your phone. Maybe I should get like a, get a breathalyzer I put in my phone that won't let you make purchases. I'd be like, sorry. Do they have that? They have breathalyzer things that you can plug into, I think, into phones that can measure your breath, your blood alcohol content. But if you're too drunk... Yeah, what's going to make you do that? Yeah, that right. doesn't make sense. And that'd that'd be really sad if you've got such a problem that you need a breathalyzer, a home breathalyzer. Before you get on your phone, you might buy something impulsively. It's like the home version of this game. (laughs) Oh, that's sad. Oh, the sun's coming out. Well, that's of huge interest to our listeners, I'm so sure. (sighs) So do we have any new releases of the week? Well, I saw that new Avengers giant movie. The big, the big one, that Infinity War, and yes, that's a real movie. I know you don't even know what it is. You know what my interest in that movie? Less than zero. Less than Infinity Zero. Oh. It was good. It was exhausting when I saw it, and I'm glad I saw it. But um, I realized that I would. This is probably no surprise to anyone that's heard me before talking about things like this. But I realized that. Um, I'd rather have just watched it at home and not gone to a theater full of... I mean, and this was chock full of people in a nearly two-hour and 40-some minute movie. Oh, no and way. the theater was hotter than hell, and that did not have the recliner seats that I'm accustomed Wait. to. It was little packed cram seats in this giant IMAX screen, and I just would rather wa- have watched it at That's home. weird that they redid that theater, but they didn't redo the IMAX? No, because they charge $15 for the seats, so they want to have the seats nice and small so they can have three times as many seats and ticket sales as they do in the recliner seat auditoriums. Well, my new release of the week would be Melissa's new movie, which opens this coming Friday. You haven't even seen it. No, but it's a good show. And we're going to see it on Saturday. I have not committed to going to go see it. I've committed you. You can buy my ticket if you want me to show up. I was going to, but now I can't. I figured I was going to have to do that anyway. Cheap. So cheap. So I lied. I believe it. A week or two ago. Well, you're the one that lies. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I never lie. The building blocks of the Bensons are what? What? Truth, justice, and the American way. Lies. You're all a bunch of liars. I'm sure I don't know what you're talking Untruth about. Untruth tellers. Fibbers. Fibbers. Fibbers is probably more polite. Yeah. Um, yeah, just... Well, you're just... Li- you lie. Yeah. That's just the way it is. No, but I made a mistake because I've said frequently that I the only podcast that I listen to is our our podcast, and that actually is not true. I um, I listen to my friend Call's podcast. Oh, what's it called? It's called the Official Mechanism Podcast. I like the sound of that. And um, he does his his broadcast podcast from australia and it's a music based podcast does he worry about copyright infringement issues uh apparently not oh okay i'm not really worried we have our (laughs) disclaimer and we're not making a cent in fact yeah his cost me money to put this podcast up so he 
yeah, it doesn't cost anything to listen to his podcast. But anyway, I've I've made the comment a couple times that I don't listen to other podcasts, and that simply isn't true. Because so I, who's a liar mouth now? I wasn't lying, but I just well, his podcast is more like it's like a radio show. Like I feel like I'm listening to the radio. I think when and actually he's a lot more professional than we are, and he knows what he's doing. Unlike he has a strong format plan basically and he has i'm sure a, each program is thoroughly mapped out whereas we're much more casual and laid back some might say lazy but i prefer to say casual well and his is all music based right. so yeah ours is whatever we want to talk about yeah but anyway if you would like to listen to some great dj mixes and things like that dance music and such listen to the official mechanism podcast and it's easy to find i bet you could go into google and find it or the itunes podcast app or just anywhere any better there's google play and there's stitcher those are other you see you don't even know about all the different methods of listening to podcasts I i mean i listen to probably about 15 podcasts a week that shows do any of them are well like are any of them about getting your mail or marinating chicken no i thought about doing some side podcasts bed clothes yeah it'd be called the bed clothes cast or i have to i'm going to run the vacuum i am going to run the vacuum today to, to clean up some of the dust left by the painter oh, I, so we better wrap this up so I can get to We that. actually had a friend that called called it vacuum. And we had to drop him as a friend because... Well, the, there were other issues too. but Like way, assholeism. Yeah, but the way he pronounced it was... Vacuum. Just wrong. Like, no, you don't say the U twice just because it's two U's side by side. Vacuum. That's like the way a computer would say it if you were to type it in. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the I'm So Sure podcast. I've got to do my bed clothes, and I've got to go recycling mail, and I've got a vacuum, marinate some chicken. I'm not going to have chicken. I don't think people care about this. Only you care about the vacuum. That reminded me of the way Michelle Williams, um, coals. Yeah, turned coals into a two-syllable word. Coals, and I feel pretty. I feel pretty. Yeah. That was a good show. It was enjoyable. Amy Schumer is going to be the host of Saturday Night Live next week. Oh, that's good. I love her. I was watching it last night, and I don't know who the the host was, but he was also... It's Donald Glover, who's also a rap and singer named Childish Gambino. I don't know what a Childish Gambino is. Well, I like him. He's good. He's got on that show that he created called Atlanta... Uh, that's on cable and then he's also playing young Landau Calrissian in the Han Solo movie coming out later this month that I don't know if I want to go see or not yeah I don't know what any of those things mean or are he was on Donald Glover was on that TV show called Community oh that show was not good oh no I watched the first episode and it was terrible well many 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 people disagree with you really because I think it got cancelled it's not on anymore then it popped up on some other service and then it got canceled again then they stopped making it yeah 
it did not get canceled again. What was the show about? Community college and a bunch of misfit people that went there. Oh, that doesn't sound good. No. Like, I can't... I just remember I watched the first episode and I was just like, yuck. I never watched it because I avoid funny things. Because <laughs> you're not funny. It's like that that other show that's on right now. It's called, like, AP... AP Bio with Patton Oswalt and that other guy. It's not good. The The guy that's the star of it is, like, the most unlikable... Like, Patton Oswalt is maybe on, like, five minutes out of each episode. He's not one of the stars. And they made it out like he was, like... Right. Yeah, he's just, like, a co-star I've person. seen, I think, a little bit of that by mistake when I was doing my bed clothes. Big mistake. Yeah. And then you recycled. Oh, you sounded like when you said big mistake, it made me think of Short Round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Big mistake, Dr. Jones. Big mistake. All right. Well, if you want to right. find me they, they don't on Twitter, I'm on Twitter at twitter.com slash I'm so sure podcast. Do you tweet on the twit? I tweet to promote a podcast episode or if there's any Twin Peaks news. Which there's not. I wouldn't be so sure. I wouldn't be so sure. There's Twin Peaks trading cards that are coming out that they don't even Didn't sell. Did you already have some? Yeah, from 1991. These are of the whole show and the movie and the new Showtime show. Well, that sounds tedious. But it, it, they're not available in a box that you can purchase to get every single one. They're available in packs with like five cards in them, and they're like $3 a pack. Or you can buy them by the box or the case, but you're not guaranteed to get a complete set. But there are autographs in them. Forget it. But it's like it would cost me like $150 to get... A big case of those. I think that's rude. Yeah. Because I just want to buy... I'll pay $79 and get one complete set. But they don't offer that as a complete set. But, but I really want... you complain want... about paying $4 for your breakfast. Yeah, I do. And But you've got $79. I don't have it. I just would like to have it. But I, I'm not going to well, ever maybe, get it. Maybe a kind listener well no no one buy like a case of those and try to sort through all those cards no they just send them to you because we received another gift this week i forgot to mention but oh that book was really cool it's a historical book of all about mute records mute records is the record label from england that depeche mode were signed to and a number of other artists that we care for as Erasure, well. Goldfrap. And many more. <laughs> and many more. And many Fad more. Gadget, yes. So it's very interesting. But whoever sent it to us did not include a card. So it's a mystery gift it's giver. Mystery gift giver. So thank you, mystery gift giver. We love the book. Thank you. We would like to send you a thank you card. But in the meantime, please accept our gratitude and thanks right here on the show thank you and i also like to mention our friends christopher and vance who we've not mentioned on the podcast before christopher registered a complaint that we've not mentioned them on our podcast christopher vance mentioned <laughs> noted so i was i went to their house last week and we were going to have like a craft day and um we just ate lunch. We didn't do any crafts. But um, You could have had like a pasta salad and taken some of the pieces of pasta and glued it to a piece of construction paper and sprinkled some glitter on it. It was still a very enjoyable day. 
So Oh, you did that when I was seeing that super show. Yeah. And they have they have two really cute kitty cats. But Annette went with me and we had a very nice afternoon. So because you'd have to hear me complain about my laundry and about marinated chicken and the mail. And recyclables. Yeah. Where can people find Absolutely. you on the social places? At facebook.com slash I'm so sure podcast. And on Instagram, as Kevin is a place on earth, you can use the hashtag I'm so sure podcast. On Instagram, I've been posting lots of pictures of my record albums. I saw that. I didn't like any of it, but I saw it. Oh, so you don't like my children? No. Nice. You have to push like, so I know that you've seen it. I push delete. There is no delete. Well, I'd find, I would wish I could find one. So, before we go, I got a message on Instagram. And it was from one of my followers on there. And he said, uh, you have the best record collection I've ever seen. And I said, yes. <laughs> Not even a thank you, just true. 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 Blue, white. Blue, white. Play that. This is a sanitary pad. This is where I keep them. Blue, white. Blue, white. Look, it is blue on one side, white on the other. That's right. It also has sticky stuff, like glue on the blue side. See? It's sticky. Do you know why it's sticky? No. Sticky so the pad will stick to my panties. Oh, Pity no. Use it. I'm having my period now. Oh, great. I'll show you how I use it. Well, that's an instructional film that you can find on YouTube that I highly recommend. It's called Jill Learns About Periods. Hashtag sanitary napkin. And on that note, we will see you next time. See you next Tuesday. Oops. All right. Until next time, I'm Scott. Bye. I'm Kevin. Bye. You're just off your game. I'm just, I just want to go. I'm so disgusted right now. All right. Bye. So sure.